Welcome to A Teaspoon of Healing, where we explore the pathways to wellness and vibrant living. Listen to personal stories of healing and interviews with experts. It's time to open a doorway to healing in your life through positive changes. Here is your host, Dawn Damari. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. Well, today's topic is Reiki. I have a returning guest to my show, Reiki Joe. He's a Reiki master, practitioner, and teacher based in Phoenix, Arizona. And I also have Frank and Sean from the Sensibly Cynical podcast, which you can find on iTunes. They had a distance Reiki session with Joe. They are in Florida and Joe is in Arizona. And they are going to come on the show and talk about it. They had never had Reiki or heard of Reiki before. So they had a Reiki session and we're all going to chat about their experience. So stay tuned. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein. And before we get into our interview, let's hear from one of our sponsors, Goff Tours. Hi, this is Goff, owner of Goff Tours, specializing in stand-up paddleboarding or surfing lessons. I even do snorkeling. You can reach me here. Orange County has what you're looking for. You can contact me via email at gofftours at gmail.com or mobile number is 949-338-5937, gofftours.com. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. Well, today I have three guests with me. I have Reiki Joe, Reiki master practitioner and teacher from Phoenix, Arizona. And I have Frank Jag and Sean Pratton from the Sensibly Cynical podcast, and they are based in Florida. Doing well. Well, thank you for hey. joining hey, us. Hey, how are you doing? A Teaspoon of Healing. Hey, guys. Woohoo. Yeah, thanks for having us. So recently, Frank and Sean had a distance Reiki session with Joe, and we're going to talk about this. So first of all, I'm, I'm also a, new, a brand new Reiki master, so I'm not as experienced as Joe. So Joe, can you explain to our listeners what Reiki is and what it can do for you? Yes, certainly, Don. Reiki is a Japanese term for universal life force energy. We all have access to it. It is everything. And it's basically just channeling that energy and working with it on a vibratory level because each energy does have a vibrational level to it or frequency. And we use that energy to clear any lower energies or denser energies or blockages, which may be preventing you from your highest good or from doing what makes you go and the light you bring out to the world. And Sometimes we get stuck and the Reiki is just a great, one of many great tools to help, help one another out. Excellent. And so you can also do Reiki via distance. So how is that done? Absolutely. So any connection is, and whether it's through uh, voice messaging, can even be through thoughts. Often uh, you'll be thinking of somebody and come to find out they're thinking of you or uh, this is all energy and it's all connected. We're all connected. So 
simply through conversation as a Reiki practitioner, each has different abilities. One of mine is an intuitive, so I'm able to connect with another person's energy and basically pick up any blockages that may be present in their chakras. And that comes out through that interaction with that other person. So kind of hard to explain beyond that, um, as the experience truly is different for everybody, but very effective. Right. Wonderful. So Frank and Sean, you recently had a distance Reiki healing with Joe, but first of all, prior to this, had you ever heard of Reiki? No. You know, of course, we had you on the show, and that was uh, that was my first exposure when you were a guest on our show. Right. So, no. Frank? I've heard of the theory. I didn't know. I don't think I knew it was called Reiki. But, no, yeah, I, I never did Reiki before. Yeah, and Don, if I can just interject here, Reiki is also a term energy healing. Or, um, yeah, Reiki is just this tool of energy work. There's other forms of it. It can be even through yoga or acupuncture or the meridian system within our bodies, uh, all kinds of different energy moving, however you want to term it, modalities, if you will, to clear blockages that can manifest into disease or discomfort, stress, anxiety, which is pretty prevalent in our culture today. So while I was telling these guys, sure, I use Reiki as my tool to help people uh, clear blockages. They do the same thing through their podcast. That is a their way of using their energetic abilities to help people who are, you know, maybe in a weird spot and need to hear something to lighten their spirits up. And that's how they do it. So we all have these abilities to work energy. Uh, we just call this part of it Reiki, and uh, it's right. pretty cool. Awesome. So, what was your experience like, Frank and Sean? One of you guys, or both you guys, want to share? Uh, well, how did you feel going into it? And what was it like when you were getting the distance Reiki with Joe? We were talking about the Reiki. I, I think um, Joe did something about uh, with Sean's grandmother. Yeah, my uh, my grandmother passed not too recent, not too long ago. And um, that was a kind of a traumatic experience for me. And um, he helped me kind of clear my mind a little bit and help me understand that, you know, everything happens for a reason and that she's in a better place and that she would be, you know, happy how my direction is going in life. And he gave me like a perspective that I haven't, I didn't think about or wasn't conscious of before talking to him. So I wanted to thank him for giving me that, you know, clear thought process. Oh, you're very welcome. That's awesome. Know, I'm glad experience. Uh, that came through for you. And it's, so, um, it's truly different for everybody. And, um, and when you're working with energy, we have to really, surrender as practitioners and try to get out of the way and trust the information coming through. And, and in this case with Sean, it, we it connected up with his grandma and, and she's very present with him and definitely a guide on his journey. So it was great to uh, allow that energy to come through and help him see it in a different light. And that's what the Reiki does. It just puts it, it literally allows you to take a different view from the other side of what a situation a moment or an experience is. So that's awesome. You're very welcome. And thanks for sharing that. No problem. I just wanted to say that she was a like a huge burst of energy. Every time she, I would see her, she would always have a smile on her face. So I try to think about that and try to think of the good times instead of thinking about how, how much pain she was in toward the end. I try to think about the good times and 
talking with Joe, Reiki master, really, like I said, it was really something that I'll treasure and think about as I continue my day-to-day activities. That energy, you just said it. You take it with you everywhere you go and continue to do so. It serves you well. And the people you come in contact with greatly appreciate that. And that is grandma and continue to honor that. And uh, I love it. She's so happy. And my left side's all lit up right now. So she must be jumping in joy on the other side here. Awesome. Woo. All right. Now I'm really tingly. (laughs) Thank you. So what did you guys feel during the session after what you guys described? What else did you guys feel? I didn't feel too much, but we did do a lot of talking about the background of his experience with Reiki and um, things about mediums and stuff. And so I liked it because it made me think about things I haven't thought about in years. As far as the actual Reiki, I don't I don't know if uh, we actually went through an energy with, with me. but uh, I think we hit on your dad a little bit. Yeah, your father. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Not um, that. Joe said me and my dad are a lot alike, which is pretty accurate. Yeah, and you understand. But something there was something that kind of clicked on that for you. I, it was just very subtle, I think. But I could be mistaken. Yeah, we didn't go too far into that. No, I think you said we argue a lot because we're so much alike. And that's what we went with. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, everyone has their, you know, what they have in common and some things that, you know, they, people have disagreements, but they get over those, you know, and family is important because everyone knows friends come and go, but family's always there. Yeah. And with like our fathers and stuff and parents, it's like fire, right? Like, you know, Frank, like, you know, he's going to throw you some fire. You're going to throw him some fucking fire. And that's how you guys do it. But you can bring water to that situation and give them a little love and you know, that's going to flow right back to you and you can work it however you want with dad and show them that. Cause you're going to catch them off guard with that. It's cool. It's all good. It's all positive. It's just interesting to see how our relationships, especially with our parents impact us and shape us into how we see our world today. And it doesn't make it good. doesn't make it bad, but it really is an interesting perspective. Yeah. Hey, Frank, you should mention Reiki to your dad next time you see him (laughs) and see what he thinks. (laughs) I just think you're crazy. Well, I mean, mean, he's already there. So So how did you guys feel afterwards after you had the Reiki session? Did you feel lighter? Did you feel happier? Uh, Did you some people feel emotional afterwards? So how did you guys feel afterwards? I think I felt a little more emotional than Frank, in my opinion, because that's more my person. I'm a little more emotional, well, a lot more emotional than he is. He's more, you know, you he's know, the man of the relationship cut and dry relationship. through, you know, tries to keep things steady, <laughs> doesn't show his emotions as much as I do, as much as I do. I'm pretty emotional. So it brought out a little bit more in me, in my opinion, maybe he differs. I don't know, but I felt, I felt a lot, you know, after just that brief period of time. So Frank, how did you feel after uh, afterwards, I just really felt really curious. I really wanted to understand the idea between the crystals and what causes the crystals to do what they do. So I did a lot of research on crystals. <laughs> and I tried to figure out what it was about crystals and energy. You're more of an analytical type, Frank, you know, numbers and all that stuff. So yeah, I could totally see where you're drawn to that and understanding, um, you know, frequencies of stones and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. And um, 
same with music notes and whatnot. And before anybody beats me up for that man in the relationship comment, I've been told many times I'm the woman in my marriage, so <laughs> it's all good. It's cool. <laughs> we have to balance each other out regardless of who's who, right? And we all have that masculine, fe- feminine energy. It's all good, man. Anyways. <laughs> right. And there's always a balance, you know, in any friendship or relationship. Yes. Know? I just can't harmony. stop thinking about it because the crystals, they say, make people feel better and so do trees. And I just can't help but think, are these just natural filters? Is that what makes the, the feel, what, what takes the re, makes people feel better? The vibration level of it in and of itself is a higher frequency than perhaps what your energy is in your hand even. And you will feel that. You'll pull it. Same with you know Mother Nature. It's such a high f- vibrational frequency when you're out connecting in a park or and I'm out and hiking or at the beach because that's what it is versus where normally we're in a building somewhere that's drowned out the vibration and cement infrastructure, Wi-Fi signals, all this crap we're taking on constantly. So the crystals have wisdom, correct? They've been here for thousands of years. They have taken on energy. They are wisdom. They have information we can't even translate into words truly so if you're holding your crystal in in meditation you're going to be accessing a lot of electron uh, whatever you want to phrase it information and wisdom that we just don't get on on the daily typically whereas our ancestors that was their way of caring for each other that was their way of caring for themselves and getting wisdom it was through nature and we get it differently now so uh, stones have a huge appeal to a lot of people because it's what it is. And they, they, you can literally feel the different frequencies of a stone. And people say, well, how do I know what stone to go get? What crystal? Guess what? This is how, how awesome they are. They actually choose you. So go to a rock store and allow yourself to be drawn to whatever you're drawn to. Grab a stone, feel it. Oh my gosh. Become one, with whatever, however you want to phrase it and uh, make it yours. And it's, it's pretty cool. So Reiki Joe, would you consider it, am I off base on thinking it, it's, you could also think of it as a, a symbol, like something to help psychologically, or am I off base by thinking, you know, you could use it as like a, a metaphor? A crystal or a rock or, or a gem? Or? Yeah, like um, basically like a crystal, Is this, can it be looked at as like a symbol of how you're feeling Absolutely. or like a metaphor? There's no rules on it. And um, if you grab a crystal, clear quartz crystal, and you hold on your heart, and if for you, that's a symbol of purifying your heart and making you feel whole again, that's what it is. And you have to trust that. That's tapping into your intuition on what that rock is for you or that stone, mineral, or job. I mean, you could take it that frame of thought to anything, and you just really have to trust what you're feeling. And that's what it is. Honor it. Yeah. I mean, I maybe not to the level of Frank on the research, but I did some thinking on that as well. And like you you mentioned the colors of our shirts and how our even our appearance means something too as a symbol. Absolutely. Correct? Subconsciously, yeah. we are working our chakras on a daily. And it's through the foods we're drawn to. It's through uh, colors we dress ourselves in. It's through a lot of things. But we're never taught this stuff. And it's really about learning yourself and you're understanding your own energy. And that's why Reiki is an amazing tool. It allows you to connect to yourself at the core and raise your and expand your vibrational frequency. And that makes you more in touch, not only with what's around you, but more importantly, what's within. 
And that's a pretty powerful, I don't want to call it power, but it's an ability that we all have access to. And wait, Joe, you brought up something. So the clothes that you choose to wear, the colors, so yeah. whatever color you're gravitating to. Wear it. So what about you guys? Like sorry, Frank and Sean, what colors do you usually gravitate to? I usually gravitate towards bright colors. So I like usually wear bright red pants to work and bright gra- shirts because the colors make me energetic. They kind of speed up my, my um, adrenaline a little bit more than say dark things that kind of bring me Beautiful. down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more of a, I guess lately, probably in the last like five or six years, I, for some reason I've been drawn to pastels. Like right now I'm wearing like a light orange shirt for some, I don't know why, but I have, you know, lavender, I have mint green, I have light blue. I don't know what it is, but that's, and then usually most of the time I wear a white shirt or something and jeans, but for some reason, bright colors. And then, of course, dark when I'm usually at work or whatever. But when I'm casual on weekends, I'll wear those colors. And then during the work week, I'll wear, you know, darker stuff. Just I don't know what symbol that is. (laughs) Joe, maybe you can explain. (laughs) I don't know if that has anything to do with what it is. But that just seems to be dark on the dark for work, (laughs) light for play. I don't know. It's funny. It's funny. You're telling me that. I'm like, why not wear light all the time? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. It's when I'm out hanging out with friends or whatever out of the restaurant. Juicy light. I know clothes. you shine through that dark clothing during your work week, but I think those folks that you work with need to see that bright shine on a little more. That's just what I feel, and I know you already do it, but man, and that'll help keep the negs away a little more. I think you pick up a little too much because you are. You do take. We all take on energies, but I know you're pretty sensitive in a positive, loving way, but you know, sometimes the cooties get in. So keep those nags at bay, brother. So if I'm drawn to wearing gray, I mean, I'm, I always gravitated towards black <laughs> and gray. So is that maybe what I, I do seem to attract not negative energy, but maybe a little bit. Do you think it's yeah. the colors I'm wearing, the dark blues, the grays and the black? Oh, gray always to me just indicates crown chakra, like a lot going on in the head. That's for me. That's my frame of reference when I'm reading energy. Uh, I get black's a big color for women. I know some women, that's all they wear, but I also feel their energy. And I'm not (laughs) saying that in a negative term, but you know, those people who wear all black. Okay. And yeah. And you feel it. And it's, it's cool. You know, I wear blue a lot because I want to be very fluid and calming and I want to be able to speak clearly as much as I struggle with that. You know, I'm a throat shocker guy. I've never been able to really speak my truth. And here, this is all I freaking do on the daily, which is kind of cool, but it's always going to be a place that I'm going to have to work. And Frank, you're going to be working your root chakra. It's cool, man. It's not a bad thing. I'm working it too. Low back pain guy for years and it still creeps on me, but I know why it's not because I bent over wrong. It's because I got some root security issues of my own that I constantly have to work and just to keep me up. And I think we all have that responsibility to understand ourselves in ways that we don't bring others into it (laughs) or, you know, plug into them to love the parts of us that need love. We need to do that because nobody can do that for us. And anyways, I'll stop on that. (laughs) So you kind of found that he... So he had some low back pain. And so, yeah, that's the root chakra. So what should he do to kind of resolve that? Uh, besides, I guess, more Reiki, but what else could he do? 
like meditation is a great grounding activity or getting out and connecting with nature because the more you connect with mother nature, the more you're going to connect with yourself. It's that simple because that's what we are. We aren't chairs, couches. I'm not saying you're on couches and chairs all day, but most of us are our beds. We are earth. We are minerals. We are all these things. And we need to connect with source as much as possible to keep us grounded and um, move that energy throughout our chakras. We don't hit the lowers as much as we sh- we used to, let's say, as a civilization, because we are up in our head. We're up top, told to use our brains constantly. We're always looking at a screen and deciphering information and it's constant, but we don't do the other thing, which is we don't do the same with earth and the trees and the bushes. I know it's weird, <laughs> you know, go hug a tree. But sometimes stopping, I don't know, just kind of lean on it, like be casual and feel it, feel it. It feels fucking great. And you can't deny that. We need more of that. But I think depending on the people, I think different people were in the woods, they wouldn't be as comfortable as other people would be in the woods. So I think what brings you positive energy is probably depends on the type of person. True. Everybody knows what makes them vibe, right? And they need to get more of that in their life, whatever that is. Yeah, so like I'm more the outdoors person, you know, I think than Frank is. So I'm actually an Eagle Scout. So I've been in woods and on canoes and stuff since I was five. So that's another thing. That's like one of my kind of passions. You know, lately I haven't been out as much as, you know, I'd like to. And, you know, maybe that's an avenue I can explore, you know, when I, to release, you know, negative energy. I'm trying, I think I'm a May, you know, try to camp more. Absolutely. But, Don understands that living on the beach, how quickly that energy can move through her just by going for a, a simple walk, right, Don? Yeah, that's true. Although t- today is a little calmer now, but there's the Santa Ana winds. So I'm weird. Okay, so what does it mean if you if there's certain kind of weather you don't resonate with? For me, the dry, hot winds, I'm not feeling it. I don't know about you guys in Florida, but you guys had that hurricane not long ago. The winds, is there any kind of weather that... You, that kind of bugs you. <laughs> I hate the cold. Me too. I lived in the snow for 22 years and I, I can't stand the snow. I get a pneumonia every single time. I was in Richmond, Virginia when uh, Blizzard Jonas came through. And that was crazy. That's something I've never experienced in my life. I'm a Floridian and I went up to Virginia for work. And then wow. all of a sudden I'm dealing with foot of snow at my doorstep. <laughs> so I'm not a big fan of cold either. But as far as the last hurricane that came through here, just turned and we only we only got like not that thirty to fifty mile an hour wind, so it wasn't that bad. Um, as far as that can, it was tropical yeah. storm force winds in Pensacola. <laughs> That's not bad. It'd be nice. It's nice kite weather, but as far as um, Sean can attest, I keep my thermostat at wow. eighty. Wow, <laughs> so it, hot in here while being oh in Florida. God. So I every time I come in here to record or whatever, I feel my <laughs> perspiration just increasing. I need a cold. You need a hoop? now, Joe. A cold one? <laughs> you know. Oh. Well, it's, it's hot. so hot it's in here. It's your kundalini rising. It's all that <laughs> energy and love you want to give to Frank. It's all good. And Frank loves it. Wow. <laughs> Steaming. Loves That's it. a great relationship, guys. So if, if there's certain weather that you gravitate to, is that something related? Can you relate that to chakras and Reiki as well? Wow. You know what, Don? I never even thought about that to each his own. And it's kind of crazy because... Uh, I've lived here in the Southwest and it's so dry here, but like this past year, I feel so drawn to water and I'm like, is there like something happening within me that I need to be Mm -hmm. near water? 
I don't know, <laughs> but I guess we have to trust where we are for what, why, and uh, go with it and honor it, I guess, but it, each his own. Now, Frank and Sean, so you hadn't, you'd heard only a little bit about Reiki. So afterwards, one of you were more emotional. So do you think you would do it again? Um, have another Reiki session? Yeah, I think I would just, uh, you know, after listening to Reiki Joe and then yourself, which, by the way, I wanted to congratulate you on, you know, your recent achievement as a Reiki master. But I think I would try to find somewhere local and, you know, see if I can build off my knowledge that you guys have given me and maybe see where, you know, that goes in the future. So, yes, I would like to try it. I definitely want to try it because I'm more really curious about learning more about these crystals. No. So I want to know how these crystals help. I mean, I understand that. I got to understand the science behind it a little bit. That's a good point. That's a good point. Love so, it. like, how, where can yeah. where can people learn about the science behind crystals? Simple Google search or like a rock store near their home. They often have uh, a lot of educational materials that you can grab and take with your rock, or it'll tell you what they're each stone's known for, or used for traditionally. And uh, a lot of it is really touch and go kind of thing for you, what you feel. That's really cool. And Sean, I hope you have the opportunity to experience a hands-on or an in-person session where you are just laying on a table, same with you, Frank, and they just move that energy through your body. That's a different experience, but again, same premise of clearing negative energy and char- basically charging up your chakras with positive, loving life force energy. So you guys are awesome. Thank you. This has been a you know great experience for me. Yeah, and thank you for um, teaching us about about what Reiki is and and giving and really teaching us the background of how you got there, just so we can more understand the idea of Reiki and, and where it comes from. Absolutely. Hey, Don, I have a question for you. Go ahead. How long of a process is it to I guess learn to become a Reiki master, or what's the I don't know how much you want to divulge into your um you know your path to your rank but you know how long does that process take usually well it depends on the person but for me i guess i can share how i learned so i heard about it and i had a reiki session in town and then i met joe on instagram like you know people complain about instagram a lot but actually i've made you know i connected with you guys and with joe there and my first level level one reiki i was attuned via distance with joe now i've heard people tell me oh, you can't do that, but it worked. It worked. And then there was about six months and level one is, and correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, level one is you learn, um, you learn a symbol and you, you learn self-raking. So you can learn it's, I think that's really useful for people, even if they don't want to heal others to learn how to use Reiki or to channel this through yourself and you can heal yourself, whether it's emotionally or some pain in your body. So I learned that. And about six months later, I took a level two course here in my town. And then I think it was almost eight months. And then I took just recently the master level. Now, some people, it it depends. Some people, there was a lady in my class and she was attuned to level two in 1998. And she just now decided to go for master levels. Maybe I did a little quickly, but she said you have to have at least six months in between level two. And level two is when you learn more about that you can help yourself, but it's also, then you're a practitioner and you can heal others. When you're a master, it intensifies that, and you you also learn how to pass on the Reiki to others. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. 
No, that was awesome, Don. And it truly is a different experience and timeline for everybody as we're all different vibrations and energy. And congratulations on that, Don. That's so cool. You're awesome. And Don will also tell you the Reiki is the master. The master teacher. That's true. Not, <laughs> it's fan- yeah. it, they say Reiki master, but really it's the know, Reiki. It's mastering. It's yeah, not like we are masters. No, the Reiki, yeah, we just work, you know, it works through us. It's beautiful. And part of my mission is to take it to the world. And Don is a part of that. And you guys just being open to it and trusting that the energy does find you. It will find you. And for good reasons, whether it's just to learn more about crystals or to maybe look at a situation in a different light or uh, most importantly to really connect in with self and take care of our stuff because it's important that our best selves are for the world right our loved ones are the what's important to us whether it's a job relationship what have you we all have that right and deserve to feel that love and energy from one another so it's cool yeah so what do you see i guess what do you see as the future of Reiki, like, is it getting popular or is, you know, is it getting more popular, you know, in culture or is, you know, is it still kind of something that isn't widely known, you know, to the public or is it? Don, did you want to answer I, that? I think it's becoming more popular, but I live in Southern California. So anything that's kind of yeah. quote unquote new agey will always be popular here. It was always kind of underground popular here, but it is becoming more mainstream. I, when I was getting certified in nutritional therapy, yeah, there were a couple girls also learning Reiki and crystals are super popular right now. And I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. More, Some people don't think that they want to kind of keep it for themselves. No, I think the more people that learn about it, the better. Absolutely. I see it growing. I didn't know what the heck Reiki was a few years ago. Had no idea. And the new age thing, I get it. But this is not new age. This is ancient. It's an ancient practice. It goes back to before everything (laughs) that we know today about self-care almost. And um, it's super powerful. I see it uh, spreading and growing. I know it's here locally in a high school. Uh, Students can graduate as a Reiki master, which is freaking awesome. And I had the honor of meeting with that teacher who brought that to the school. And she's right here in the same town that I practice. And um, we hope to do more with that. So corporate world is going to get a blast of Reiki. They're starting to, and it's going to help a lot of people. And I see it growing exponentially. And uh, I'm not being biased. (laughs) Okay, maybe. (laughs) So you see it probably catching on more in the East Coast, more mainstream probably in the next few years. Is that what you're saying? Definitely. I know some hospitals, many hospitals actually across the country that have taken it on to help their patients manage their healthcare. And um, it's a two-way street. It helps patient. It helps the medical providers. It's a great addition to or a combo with Western medicine. They work together and they can really help people get back to where they need to be on their journey. So definitely. So what about you guys? So out there on the East Coast, is this something that you hear about? Is it becoming more popular or is it Reiki still kind of not really known? And I did actually read something recently. I think it was a priest in Ireland who was saying that he thinks Reiki is satanic. Yeah, actually, somebody did send me that article. And okay, I only know Reiki for what I know it for. And it is positive, loving energy. But I understand people can have whatever experience they have with it. And I I respect that. But I only know it for what I know it. 
and that's all I can really say about it. Yeah, there is a Reiki master in Pensacola, but like he said, you'd have to look him up. Yeah, Reiki in the East Coast isn't something that you would just normally come about. You'd have to actually go looking for it if you wanted to find it. Yeah, and a lot of people aren't open practitioners because it is different and there are stigmas attached to it, like a lot of things that people don't understand. And when people don't understand things, fear sets in and things may get said and whether they're correct or not, that's for each person to, to decide on their journey. And, uh, and as far as finding one that comes up a lot, trust where you're drawn to trust a place. If you do a Google search and you're pulled to some place, see what's there's something there, whether it's positive or maybe not that person, you're going to get something out of that interaction and understanding what type of master or Reiki practitioner you feel you are to work with. Trust your heart, really trust it, trust it. Yeah. I think that's something that, you know, like I said, is very intriguing to explore. So we'll see. It is something I think you'd have to try a few times because I think part of feeling is understanding what you're looking for. So I think you, you should do it probably a few times to for it to really take an effect. Or do you think it would take an effect right away? Everybody's different and everybody has a different experience. Like you may have a session one week and experience this and then have a session two weeks later and experience something entirely different. But I can say based on my experience as a practitioner, the results are very positive, very positive. And um, it's a beautiful thing. Joe, do you mind uh, sharing, since our, our listeners may have not heard the episode about how you found Reiki, I find your story really fascinating. I'm not sure if Frank and Sean want to share something first before that, but I wouldn't mind if you shared just the, the story of how you how it found you. But I'm going to leave it also for questions for Frank and Sean first. Yeah, like I said, I had no idea what Reiki was. Uh, Reiki found me, spiritual awakening, brought forward this energy, had a moment on a family camping trip where I saw a light, I saw the sun and basically felt the blast of energy. And from that point forward, was able to be on this journey of discovering what has happened to me <laughs> and kind of where it's going. From what I understand, it's helping people heal themselves through a high vibration. And it's, I'll keep it that simple on it. So I've, since that time, uh, once I understood what it was, have basically devoted my life to educating people on it and helping them uh, use it to uh, for the higher good. And um, it's pretty cool, but that's about it. That is, I, I love that story because that's one heck of an experience because I bet at one point, you know, there's some something stronger, some stronger power, but at the same, at the same time, you probably have or are afraid you're going crazy, right? Yes, it was a very frightening ex- experience, mostly for my family. However, I understand it on deep levels that I have a hard time expressing and putting into words, you know, former corporate guy, almost 20 years and this thing took me. So there is something beyond us, uh, beyond ourselves. It's about us guys. And we need to help each other along this journey and keep going together. Yeah. I think it's something that you could, um, is it something, Joe, I guess I'll change subjects. Is there a way or is it popular, I guess, to for group sessions? Or is it more of a like individual, like do you not get the same experience if you're with multiple people at a time? 
uh, Reiki shares are very common in the Reiki community or the energy healing community. Like a simple search on Facebook might find you some nearby and it's everybody just sharing the Reiki love and taking turns, sometimes uh, multiple practitioners sending in energy. I haven't participated in one, believe it or not. And the funny thing is I've had probably less than 10 Reiki sessions on me in my life, which I need more. But um, no, I've heard nothing but positive results out of that as well. And um, it's, yeah, the energy is amazing. It's always typically a positive experience from what I've heard. Right. So what do you think um, has held you back from getting more Reiki sessions on yourself? Just time or just slip your mind or... All I want to do is give the Reiki and spread it constantly on this thing like um, of movement. And it's very hard for me to shut it down. And that's something I've had the hardest challenge with as an energy worker is shutting it down and taking maintenance. And that's important for anybody, whether you're a corporate employee or an energy worker, you have to make time for yourself, whether it's meditation, just shutting off your phone, saying no to somebody and being by yourself, it's so important. And um, that's it. Just passion for what it is and wanting to go, 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 go. Just keep spreading it. So I plan on getting more as like about maintenance. It has to be because it's so amazing. Every time I get it, I feel like I just got rejuvenated 20 times over. And it's such a beautiful thing. And I get to go pass that on. So I got to keep that going. Thanks for the reminder on that. Yeah. You know, Don, um, do you, how often do you see yourself using Reiki, you know, after you get this, you know, after you um, became a Reiki master, do you see yourself helping others as like Joe or do you, you know, do you see yourself following his kind of footsteps, I guess, for lack of a better word, or maybe more casual, I guess, in your experiences moving forward? Well, I'm not totally sure yet. I know that I've been kind of stepping up as far as myself. I tend to absorb the energies of other people a lot. So ever since being attuned to master, I've been able to master, quote unquote, master that more. Again, it's not the, I'm not a master and the Reiki is the master, but I've been able to manage that a lot more. And Joan knows from some of our conversations that there are some times that I guess the vibration could be really low. And I guess we can describe what the difference is between high and low vibrations, but just when you're feeling depleted and it's not because you're sick, you're just taking on everything else or allowing your mind to go in places and think poorly about yourself. So I think that's really helped, but I do actually really want to heal more people with it. It's getting people to be receptive. I don't know about you, Joe, but in my community, there's quite a few Reiki masters. And so I'm probably going, you know, I'm still going to seek out people here, but perhaps a little bit of distance as well, just to reach people who do not have a lot of that in their community. Donna is awesome because she has her nutritional background and she's a healer. And um, the Reiki is just a tool that's going to amplify her nutritional gifts of healing and abilities and anything else that she does for people because she does it. And um, the Reiki it charges, it keeps her lit and beaming even higher. And, um, that's beautiful. And whether you're a manager at some company, the Reiki is going to make you a better manager at that company. It's just going to bring your best forward. It knows no other way. And that is to dispel negativity and to turn it the other way. And people pick up on that. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. Yeah, I agree. I think that maybe it's kind of coming strong, you know, in popularity wise, 
you know, with more people like yourself and Don spreading the word on Reiki and how you, I guess, how you feel the experience, you know, the, I guess what I'm saying is how you feel better as a better person while experiencing Reiki. You know, I think that you guys are doing great things, telling people that you can feel a lot better about yourself and that, you know, no matter what happens in your life, no matter what, that's the message I've gotten is from you guys. In all actuality, the message I've gotten is, I don't know about Frank, but the message I've gotten is, it's basically a message of, you know, positivity. And that, I think that's what it is, is that's just my opinion. It's something to keep your mind positive And no matter what goes on in your life, there's always this, you know, there's always this, um, I guess, time to think to yourself and think about the good times and think about the future and not dwell on the past. Do you understand what I'm saying and agree that, you know, sometimes people dwell on the past? Absolutely. It's powerful. It's empowering is what Reiki is. It's an empowering tool. And that's exactly it. I think it does clear blockages from the past. When you have negative experiences, they can become patterns and we can become blockages. I heard someone tell me an interesting quote. They said, the past does not create the present. The future creates the present. I'm still a little bit confused on that, but what I took from it is that the past, yeah, those blockages and those patterns, we just keep thinking, oh, if this is what happened three years ago, five years ago, it's going to happen now. This happened 20 years ago. You either, there are some problems with family or some stuff at school, it tends to repeat. But what I found about Reiki or probably any other energy healing, it eliminates those. So maybe that's what he meant. He was also an energy healer who said this, the future creates the present. Absolutely. Because you have a vision of where you're going. And when your energy is put into that vision, you become and uh, you're not what was, never was, never will be. It's, It's awesome. So Frank and Sean, we're going to sign off soon, but I want you to tell our listeners about your podcast, Sensibly Cynical. Where can they find it? What's it about? And what's going on with the podcast? Yeah, we are available on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and basically wherever you get your podcasts. Um, As far as the direction, I think we're headed to more of a kind of a popular like pop culture, like what's in, what's... I guess, what's the subject that people are talking about? What's the hot topic in culture today? And, you know, we've done a lot of, we've done some interesting interviews. We've interviewed a comedian based out of Texas. We've, you know, we've interviewed someone that was on a reality TV show. And we've kind of, kind of morphed into, you know, obviously we're, we're a comedy. Sometimes we dwell into comedy a lot on our content. But I think we're trying to be also, you know, focus on society and culture as well. Awesome. And better than anything, he finally gave me the password to the Twitter account. Yes. <laughs> so now, so, so now we're posting. He just got hot and steamier. Yeah. So now Frank's posting <laughs> a sensible thought of the day. I love it. What's a recent thought that a sensible thought you have posted and then. The cynical, how does that tie in? Oh, I'm going to get cynical today when I actually uh, get to the actual Twitter. But usually it's like things like about, you know, it's the weekend, sensible thought, go to the, go to the beach. Game, right? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I think I tweeted yesterday. It said, um, well, I made Sean tweet because I didn't have my thing on it. But I said, um, football, boobs and beers, because we were at Twin Peaks. I said, that's happiness yeah. right there. 
it's more of a something a comedic tweet to get everyone laughing and you know it's more of a lighthearted kind of approach the truth is funny isn't it boys really he just funny. Funny. what's that joe i said the truth is funny isn't it <laughs> you know you gotta have Amen, fun in life, man. you know. And that, everybody that's takes the message that, that like, oh my gosh, you know, that's cool. I think that's the that's the message that we are trying to convey on our podcast is if we can make someone laugh for twenty, thirty, or forty minutes, then that's a then that's a win on our on our end. But usually, we like to, like he said, we usually end it with a sensible or cynical thought of the day. So we're just transferring that to social media as well. We're going to try to get people talking and try to hit on maybe some controversial subjects, something that's we're going to try to get more of an online presence more than just, you know, us talking. We're going to try Beautiful. to build a community, you know, people, conversations, yes. on things, interactive. And you guys are already doing it, but I know it's like going to blow up. Cool. Yes. I love it. And so, yeah, you can find Sensibly Cynical on iTunes and I love the topics. I was on there once. It was super fun, really funny, high energy. And you know, when you're putting out comedy out to the world, you're raising vibrations, you're raising people's vibrations. They're having a bad day and they're laughing. You're, I mean, it's pretty much some energy healing right there. Amen. Yes. That's a master speaking. Yeah. Our Instagram is sensibly cynical pod, you know, so, and we're also on Twitter, cynical sensibly. And, you know, we're, that's our social media accounts, our main two that we use. We have Instagram? Why didn't you give me the password to that? Because you don't use Instagram. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> He's always trying to stir up trouble, Joe. Yeah, I know. It's cool. <laughs> it makes life fun. If you're, not, if you're not trying to stir up trouble, I mean, what are you really doing? I'm that trying to provide out. structure to the show, and he's just talking. <laughs> now, Joe... Where can people find out more about your Reiki services? They can find me on Instagram, HYR Vibrations, or online, HYRVibrations.com, or uh, 602-770-9397, or rootshug at gmail.com. Reiki on, right? That's it. And Frank and Sean, is there anything you want to add before we sign off? Anything you want to say to our listeners? Um, No, we wanted to thank you for having us on the show yeah thank you for having us on the show and um it's great that you guys have just become a reiki masters and i hope that when you guys continue your journey just more success with it oh, you guys you. are awesome thank you so much you guys are awesome thank you for listening and thank you sean and frank for joining us and enjoy your day in florida i'd actually really like to visit florida i have i've never been there so we're gonna get there Don, and we're all gonna get together someday yeah, and have a great time have a, Thanks, we Don. can have a drink sometime Thanks, and uh, laugh over, you know, over whatever, you know. Crystals. <laughs> that would be fun. We laugh over crystals. We will, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. If you have any questions for me, visit my website, teaspoonofhealing.com. Click on contact and I will get back to you. When you're on my site, feel free to read my blog show notes, and you'll have access to all the other episodes as well as transcripts. Thank you for listening to A Teaspoon of Healing with Dawn Damari, your home for wellness and vibrant living. For more resources on wellness and vibrant living, visit us online 
at teaspoonofhealing.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein.